wrote this shit is a comedy podcast where three friends talk about bad books. Opinions are subjective, but if we hurt anyone's feelings, we are sorry in advance. Also, there are times where we talk about graphic and explicit content, so listener discretion is advised. So, welcome to the very first episode, attempt number two. Of who wrote this shit? I am Aaron. Uh, I am Juniper. And I'm Hope. Alright, Hope. What books did we decide to read? Okay, so for this episode, we decided to read two books. Funny story. We read Courting the Coronavirus First by Lee Taylor, and um, then we found Kissing the Coronavirus, so we decided since they were both only like 15 to 22 pages anyways, we'd do both of them and combine them for this episode. So we're reading Kissing the Coronavirus by MJ Edwards, and we're reading uh, Courting the Coronavirus by Lee Taylor. And what are you drinking today, Erin, for this slosh oh. fest? So, for this slosh fest, I try to find some great Franzia box wine to go with our really bad book choices. Because let's face it, this is all about bad choices. Uh, unfortunately... My Safeway is way too fancy for the Franzia wine. So I got this um, new one I found called Outspoken Rosé. It is 13% alcohol, and it tastes like <laughs> aluminum because it's in an aluminum can, and it's bad. Wonderful. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> we, are, we are drinking a local specialty. Nice. Uh, huckleberry cream ale. It tastes neither like huckleberry or cream. And um, it's brewed in Pomeroy. Is it Pomeroy? I thought it was. No, it's Ponderay. Ponderay. Ponderay, Idaho. <laughs> So, pretty close to home, <clears throat> um, you can kind of smell, if you walked it, you can kind of smell walked the smell, huckleberry. You can smell the pondos. Yeah, the pondos. the aluminum. Yes, also my, that. My, my wine literally tastes like what I think aluminum should taste like, and it smells like aluminum. And? It doesn't smell good. This uh, Laughing Dog Brewing Company Huckleberry Cream Ale tastes like beer. Tastes like beer. It is just okay. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to go over the uh, about the author section, which is going to be about two authors this time. So, first author... M.J. Edwards, uh, author of Kissing the Coronavirus. Um, 
according to what I could find online and her Twitter, uh, they have three books out on Amazon. The first is Kissing the Coronavirus. The second is Kissing the Coronavirus 2, Second Wave. Yeah. And then the third, these are all out on Amazon for like 99 cents each. If you have Kindle Unlimited, they're free. <laughs> they're free, muchachos. Um, and what then, a deal. It's a steal. Um, the third of her books, which sounds just like chef's kiss, literary excellence. Um, <laughs> it is called Penetrated. <laughs> Can't even it's say that seriously. Penetrated by the president's Twitter feed. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Okay, so I didn't I didn't look into it. But I do believe it's supposed to be fictitious, and it does not have anything to do with Trump or Biden. Um, I did read this. I did read this. You read Penetrating the President? What? Why? Yeah, it's like 20 pages, because I, I don't know why I read it. I couldn't sleep. Okay, tell us. So, it's basically this woman who works at a technology company, um... It, she works with like robots or something like that. I think she like she's like supposed to be like a computer coder or something. Um, but she she's having sex with her neighbor's husband and it's just okay. Uh, so she's just sitting there waiting for him to be done. And so she starts scrolling. <laughs> she starts scrolling on her Twitter, and she sees uh, some tweets from our former uh, president, and and, uh, and she um, immediately finishes. Oh, it's hard to speak about. I don't want to hear this anymore. I don't hate this. It's hard to speak about because it is absolutely awful. And um, it's also hard to speak about because the president is such human garbage. Uh, so, but it's actually, it's actually pretty funny. I don't want to hear about it anymore. It's actually, I, I think, wait, the, the tweets that this author decides to use for like when she's trying to uh, be become aroused. Um, they're actually oh. fucking hilarious. Like the tweets, like in context with the book, it's pretty funny. Um, the thing that I didn't like very much was at the end. Uh, this uh, has now just become about penetrated by the president's Twitter feed. Uh, but the part that I did not like at the end was when this uh, non sentient uh, robot. Uh, decides to decides to uh, help her out. What the fuck <laughs> are you trying to say to me right I, now? There was some stuff in there that made me incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable right now. It is. Oh my god. So, so the the end, especially like. She has, uh, what are they called? VR goggles? And, um, <laughs> so she's using VR goggles and looking up the Twitter feed and, like, 
trying to do her own thing, and then this robot comes, and anyways, anyway, the tweets that they use, though, are really funny. <laughs> okay, uh, well, I don't want to I think we're only going to get more uncomfortable <laughs> as this podcast progresses. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not fucking drunk enough for this bullshit. Neither am I. Hey, hey. Yeah, I Let's know. Let's take a drink to that. It's. I didn't ask to uh, read that snot. You, you read, read it. it. What do you mean you didn't ask? You're the one who downloaded it and then read it. Yeah, it was free. You read it on your own free will. Okay. Or yeah. that uh, into my ears. Yeah. Well, that. I needed. I needed to share. I totally, I had totally forgotten I read that book. Like, literally, I read it, and I was like, oh, wow, that made me so incredibly uncomfortable. Blocked it from my mind until Hope should brought it up again. It blocked. <laughs> should have kept it blocked. At no point could you have ever remembered that. So, that really, so really, really, this is Hope's fault because she brought it up. And okay, I we're going to we're gonna take no that. We're going to take that. We're going to take that Pandora box. Let's take that Pandora box. Let's shove everything back in there. Tamp it down. And we're closing that. We're going to put a fucking lock on it. We're gorilla gluing it. We're gorilla gluing it. Like that poor lady on TikTok gorilla glued her hair. We're gorilla gluing that lid shut. Anyways. So, moving on, on. Lee Taylor, the author of Courting the Coronavirus, um, has a lot of publications to their name, at least according to Goodreads um, and Amazon, but um, the standouts are Courting the Coronavirus, Which is Worse, and um, Amazing Adventures. Uh, Did you figure out because when I look on my Kindle stuff when I clicked the author's name it only gave me courting the coronavirus it so was did you just have to use the website um yeah I looked it up on Amazon and Goodreads um and there is a little bit of confusion about it because there are many many Lee Taylor authors out there in the romance genre in education, all sorts of things. So according to Goodreads and Amazon, Lee Taylor has authored not only these um, comedic books that he or she has, uh, or they, and they have also published a bunch of like scholastic school books. But I don't think that's true. I think they're confusing to authors. Just wanted to broaden their horizons. I guess. Um, I, I Just don't... give them all the books all the <laughs> Lee Taylors wrote. Right. So, a brief, brief write-up about the author's life. We're going to start with MJ Edwards, uh, Kissing the Coronavirus. She lives her life just like her publications... Like an open book is what I wrote, and I thought I was quite clever. According to her kissing book, and this is like the about the author part at the end of the book, she wrote this steamy tale as a means of making money after being let go during the pandemic, 
which we can all relate to on some level. Um, she lived with her husband and 19 ferrets uh, until... Who has 19 ferrets? Hey, we're not here to judge. We're not here to judge. You know, ferrets, ferrets have to have sex to live. That is a fact, I think. I just, I just want, I want a jungle of like guinea pigs and hamsters and ferrets. And I just want to know, where does someone go to buy... 19 ferrets. They probably had, yeah, they were probably bred. Um, But anyways, moving on. Sorry. She she lived with her husband and 19 ferrets until his infidelity um, made them split up. She now lives with her son, who she said in, I think, her second Kissing the Coronavirus book, only partially supports her new... Um, occupational endeavors. The support is in there, though. The word support yeah. is in there. Just a little bit. There. Just a little bit. And is currently in the midst of a legal battle with her, quote, bastard husband over what we believe are ferrets. Uh, she mentions in the About the Author portion of her first book, um... And currently, she is she only has custody over one ferret, and it was only her second favorite of the bunch. <laughs> I know. So her life is tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. I remember why I read that. I remember why I read the Twitter feed book. Now it's because I wanted to see the about the author at the end because I thought. And I'll talk about it later in the podcast, but I thought that the about the authors were the best part of the book. Same. <laughs> and same. they were hilarious, so I wanted to see the about the author yeah. for that one, and then I just read the fucking so thing. So, I got that little uh, ditty about her from her Twitter feed, which she uses pretty uh, avidly, and on the about the author pages in her books. For Lee Taylor, for courting cur- the coronavirus... He's a bit of a mystery. Taylor appears to be a comedy writer, that I can tell. However, information about the author author is scarce, and they appear not to be writing about their life on Twitter or in the About Author section of their books. There are also at least a half dozen other Lee Taylors out there. Um, so sifting through all the information was harder than I imagined it was going to be. Uh, what we do know for sure about this author is that they appear to be a comedy writer, as stated above, and I believe have been mistaken for a school book author for Scholastic Books on Goodreads and Amazon. If that's not true, and they do in fact write... Uh, kinky smut on the side of their scholastic endeavors. Uh, I apologize. I mean, like, why not? I'll correct myself in the future. If the market is there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Alright, so, the synopsis, go for it. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, kissing the coronavirus, she was supposed to cure the coronavirus. Instead, she fell in love with it. Dr. Alexa Actingtonford. Sorry. <laughs> That's exactly what it is, though. Is a part. 
is a part of a crack team of scientists tasked with finding the cure to the devastating coronavirus. Little did she know she would end up falling in love with it in the steamy viral erotica. Kissing the coronavirus. What genre is going to be called? Viral erotica? That's in Kissing the Coronavirus. They call it viral erotica. I mean, that's hilarious. It it is. It is. is. Keep going. Kissing the Coronavirus is a steamy tale about forbidden love and dark desires come to life. Yeah, that's what I'd call it. (laughs) Courting the Coronavirus. Courting the Coronavirus. It was her fault the virus got sent back to the 19th century in the first place. Now the only way to get close enough to destroy it again is to court it. The only problem with that, she might be falling for it. How unexpected. (laughs) Joan was never supposed to be working in a virus lab to begin with, so when she accidentally sends the virus hurtling through space and time, it's up to her to go get it back. Finding the virus in the past isn't going to be the hard part, however. It's getting close to it without getting too close. Courting the... Wow. Courting the coronavirus <laughs> is a short, steamy erotica with a viral twist. Yeah. I hate both of those synopses. I hate them both. Hey, man, it is so what it very is. Much. It is what it is. Okay, shall we dissect the fucking book cover? Let's do it. Okay. I need to so, look at it again. For kissing the coronavirus. It's just a lady, a white lady with long brown hair being gently held to a green beef of a man. A very strong looking muscular man. And that's about it and I, I hate it. I just want to know why he's green. Well, the worst part is that the Photoshop they did for for those protein spikes they put on him. Oh yeah. Just awful. No, that's that's the wrong we're doing courting. No, no kissing, we're doing kissing the corona. That I just read for the courting. <laughs> no, it's, it's kissing first, courting later. You did both. Okay. We're doing kissing now. Fine. So the protein spikes look ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, not at all what I imagined when I thought about them. Well, like, the original color of the coronavirus is what? Blue and red? Something like that? Like, froth or something like that. She she right. wanted it, it to sound like a lot like stuck on it, but this This looks like there's antennas coming out of his body. Do you think they meant it to look phallic? Like, since it's an erotic book? A thousand percent, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I, if they did that on accident, I would be thoroughly disappointed in this photographer, in this it's Photoshop little, editor. Little ball at the tip and... <laughs> yep. Okay, so for the book cover recording... The coronavirus. It's the same as any other Victorian romance. Didn't the lady op- in Kissing the Coronavirus have blonde hair? Or am I getting the two mixed up? 
I thought she had blonde you hair. Had too many no, I'm pretty you sure they both had blonde hair. I, I think they both had blonde hair, yeah. So, oh, that's wrong. You know what they so probably the did? Wrong. I think they probably took a book cover from another book and just made the guy green with spikes. Ooh. I'm well, pretty sure that's what I they did. Yeah, 100% that's what they did. Um, but They're like, I like how she's almost naked, but she's not naked. And we're just going to plop them on the front, make him green, put some little salad-looking spikes on. on them. Though maybe it's like a lingerie, com- or not a lingerie commercial, but like a... Like a it might be a stock photo commercial. <laughs> oh, well, they be. have they have stock photos for this kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's probably a stock photo. Yeah, I know when on my um, brief jaunt through the Wattpad app, uh, there's <laughs> I think a ton of stock photos you can use for the cover of your, let's call it a book, um, <laughs> quote. <laughs> I say that because I say that because I tried to publish something on there and I can make fun of it because it was me. Um, You published something on on there? Only like three chapters before I forgot what I was writing and got bored. Oh, yeah. Isn't that how it always is? And then I was like, what the hell am I writing? I don't even remember. (laughs) Anyways, just, just deleted it so you can't find it anywhere. Um... Somebody has it. It was online. It's there forever. So, no, no, no. Yeah, it's, once it's on the internet, it's forever. forever. Just like those risque pictures everybody takes, you know, in high school that everybody's oh so concerned about on the TV. Oh, <laughs> oh, those youngins and their risky photos. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to the courting the coronavirus book cover, it's just look, it's just your standard Victorian-esque book cover. I mean, you got a lady yeah. in a dress, and you got mm-hmm. a Green half-naked dude. man. She also has blonde hair, hair. like yeah. I mean, it's, it's like red. red. It's like red hair. hair. Yeah, it looks way more legit yeah, than like, kissing. Well, so, um, actually, I think it's blonde. I think it's oh, blonde, too. Oh, way too far. I don't know why you did that. Again, uh, the Photoshop, not that great. Um, better than the kissing well, coronavirus. Well, they just colored his hair, his his body green. Yeah. That's all they did about it. They did make his veins a darker green, though, so... They, look, I, I think, think they might have tried a little harder. put into this. Yeah. yeah. There's more effort put into this than uh, For sure. the other one. <laughs> that might be due to the fact that I think Lee Taylor has been writing and uh, longer and probably knows the ins and outs of publishing mm-hmm. more than um, Edwards does. So, Also, in the book, isn't his hair black? <laughs> yes. Yeah, his hair is green on the book cover, so... I can't even They're see... <clears throat> Are you kissing again? I zoomed in 200% on the picture. So, so it's just so I can see the color of the, the lady's hair. So okay. let's move so, on to what we wait, like. Hope, what? I want to read the blurb on the cover of Courting the Coronavirus. Okay, go for it. With a viral load like that. Could anyone really blame her for falling for it? Holy shit. 
it's funny because it's load like the load. <laughs> like the load in his pants. <laughs> or the load that comes out. All of it. All the load. All, all the things. Okay, now let's talk about what uh, we liked about the book starting with kissing the coronavirus. Nothing. I liked nothing about it. I liked the about the author section. I thought it was hilarious. I want to be as petty as this author is towards her husband. It is what I strive for in my life. And if you had ventured onto her Twitter feed, it's even better. Oh my god. It's so good. And I, and her one ferret that was her second favorite. <laughs> I feel ferret. bad for that ferret. I know. You're not supposed to have favorite ferrets. Yeah, you're ferrets. supposed to love them all equally, right? <laughs> right. Well, okay, so I guess I did like one thing about this book, and it's like there's a reason for everything. You know, there's a reason why they're in the lab. They're, and it's because they were picked by the government. Like, four scientists were picked. And then two, and then the only reason why there was two of them was because two of them died in, uh, died from coronavirus. Yeah. And, and so it was just her and this other scientist who injected himself with the, with, with the vaccine that she overloaded with the virus and turned him into the love of her life, I guess. Yeah, with its All of spike sudden, proteins. Yeah. Um, what about courting the coronavirus? What did we like about courting the coronavirus? I, I liked its attitude. (laughs) Yeah. Because, okay, kissing the coronavirus was fucking boring. Like, I'm just going to put it out there. I thought that, like, courting the coronavirus was definitely a satire of what I assume is a satire of kissing the coronavirus. Like, it was almost mocking that book. I mean, there's yeah. parts in this book that are literally plagiarized or very nearly plagiarized from kissing the coronavirus, but they make it better. Like, it's actually funny. Well, so, I think it's really descriptive. Yeah, it's really descriptive, like, and you can tell they, like, there's parts of the coronavirus... Uh, wow, that's not very descriptive. There's parts of kissing the coronavirus, of courting, oh my god, there's parts of courting the coronavirus that are taken from kissing the coronavirus, where he takes the ridiculousness of kissing the coronavirus, or I assumed it was a he, they kiss, they took the ridiculousness of, uh, kissing the coronavirus, and, uh, made it even more ridiculous and and actually funny. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, I, yeah, I liked that about it, that it was ridiculous and mocking and obviously satire. Yeah, I think what I liked most about it was that it was obvious that it was satirical and that it was a direct parody of Kissing the Coronavirus, and that's why I told both of you guys we had to read Kissing the Coronavirus, because once we read Kissing the Coronavirus, 
it made courting the coronavirus that much funnier. It did. It really did. And you could see the direct correlations between the two yeah. uh, books. And I personally laughed until I cried multiple times during the book. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> because... <laughs> I saw it. I looked over and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And she was like, something at queefing. (laughs) (laughs) Boofed. Yeah, like, so, and the difference between the two books is that I think people were assuming that kissing the coronavirus was also a satire, but if it's a satire, then it's not a successful satire. Or parody. It's not funny. It's boring. It gets even a little bit too gross for a satirical viral erotica. Yeah, you should read the second one. My my thing is, I liked courting the coronavirus more. I absolutely hated, hated reading Kissing the Coronavirus. Oh, it was awful. like, one, it's gross, and yeah. be, uh, she's like, I don't know, she's sticking the vial where where vials shouldn't be stuck. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, God, that part. all over, like, not the virus itself, but, like, the tube it's in, like, all over her yeah. body. Like, she's getting caught and bothered. <laughs> By so a virus, like, yeah. By a virus. Before it's even a man. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. No. I... I hated it. There's this, I hated reading it. There's this I part... don't want to read it anymore. I don't want to read any more coronavirus books. Me either. No more. We're donezo, man. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. It's fucking awful. Um, but there's this one part in the book, you guys probably remember it, when um, she's like, who are you? And he's like, uh, what, what was it? He was like, I don't know. Who are you? And she's like, I think I know. <laughs> it kind of went on like that. And oh, where she was like, she was, I don't remember the guy scientist's name, but she's like, Dr. Bloody Blood. He's like, that's not who I am. Yeah. And she's like, well, who are you? He's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> who do you think I am? And she's like, coronavirus? And it's like, bitch, no, you, what? Well, it's like, bitch, ex- you know exactly what the fuck this dude is. Obviously. You, he's yeah. green. Duh. He's and the he color of like mucus. Coming out of his body. And she's he's the color of unhealthy and she's mucus. Just like, yeah, she's just <laughs> uber turned on by his little spiky bits coming well, out of his arms and stuff. And the thing with the with kissing the coronavirus that just absolutely bugged me as opposed to courting the coronavirus where it was obviously like making fun of how kissing the coronavirus was doing it was the like Mm -hmm. stereotypical like woman you know like she is bored with everything she needs to have sex so she's doing it with the coronavirus vial uh and um, as soon as she sees somebody who's kind of a beefcake, she's like, we got a bone. We got to bump uglies. We got to do the horizontal tango. <laughs> like, the devil's tango. 
Like, <laughs> we gotta do this. Uh, it was the whole, like, stereotypical, this chick is this weird, super sexual woman, which is, there's no fucking problem with being super sexual. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just when they do it so grossly. In this, in this particular book, it's offensive. It's not usually offensive. If it's your lifestyle, it is not offensive. (laughs) In this book, the author made it offensive. Yeah. It's like they were making fun of women that have high sex drives. And well, they made it really I gross. I don't like that. Yeah. Even for an erotica. Because like, erotica is a legitimate book genre. People yeah. write it professionally. They write it yeah. well. And people read it yeah. because they want to. And this... Oh, it was not good. It was I'm a just, mockery. I'm glad it's only 99 cents. Um, I think a lot of people, like in the in the um, reviews I was reading, a lot of people considered it to be a satire. And to that, I say, where? Like, where's the satire in kissing the coronavirus? Yeah, it wasn't written well enough for us to like determine whether or not it was satirical if it, or if it, if it was a satire. It did hit the mark because I did not find any part of it funny. Like I was in bed and I was like reading before going I should not have read this before going to bed I had such bad dreams yeah but, like the coronavirus coming and like killing me well and then and, like, I also feel like we should say that it is under the genre erotica but it's not erotic it's not it's not it's at not all good it's the it's sex it. scenes are terrible first of all yeah they're boring I it's a lot of not real build up to, to yeah. wash off that sex scene because i felt so dirty and so mm-hmm. gross yeah. i have never read a book that was considered like a romance novel or an erotica book that made me feel gross it made me feel like it made me feel like (laughs) i'm sorry if people actually do this and enjoy it it made me feel like i was at the corner club and went to the bathroom and for whatever reason i'm super hot and heavy like super horny and uh there's a random dude in the stall and we just bump uglies. Like, that's what it made me feel like. Like, disgusting corner club. <laughs> like, immediate regret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know that, you know how in uh, the bars they have those um, condom dispensers, right? 25 cents for the condoms. <laughs> it's yeah. like, uh, and you put 25 cents in and immediately you're like, well, that was a bad decision. <laughs> so this kind of that's, went I, into yeah. the into the next section uh, where we talk about what we think could be improved. Um, everything. So let's start Absolutely with... Absolutely everything. Let's start with Edwards kissing the coronavirus. I personally think for myself, while I was reading this nonsense, um, one thing that I think could just like really super easy, just light research would improve the storytelling of this book because while I was reading it there was a lot of like medical lingo in there some of it was made up 
others a lot of it was made up a lot and and most of it was it was only half right yeah most of it was was like not correct in any way so i think she referred to um a syringe as she just called it um the part you put liquid into i think and uh there was a lot of other examples I think in that of just where just some light, very, very light research. research would have just enhanced the story that much more. But she, she or, didn't want to do it. She just wrote it and she just put that out there. She just put that shit out there. Yeah, for 99 cents. What? My favorite part was when she took the test tube that she'd just been rubbing on her vulva. And she, uh, she was like, I know there's not enough coronavirus in this vaccine. <laughs> so she took the test okay. tube, popped the lid off, no gloves or anything, just popped it off as if it wasn't fucking airborne. <laughs> she just dripped. No, it's a green goo. Sorry. <laughs> she just drip, dripped it in the vaccine. <laughs> just went drip, drip in the vaccine. And then she bloop popped it back on and I was like the fuck is happening here first of all you just rubbed that all up in your business second of all like you not even like PPE like basic PPE she she didn't even count like how many drops she put in she's like well maybe this many drops this looks right and it's like science is not ooh I think I'll put eh, that much (laughs) Like, you don't count to five, and you're like, yeah, that seems good to me. Yeah, and... But the the biggest issue I had with this book, though, that I think could improve it, on the back, she says that she she falls in love with it. She doesn't. There's, like, no relationship building between her and the coronavirus. The only relationship there is, like, a fuck toy. That's all he is. She just needed a good fucking, and he gave it to her. Yeah. And, yeah. And it, it, and that makes me feel so gross because it's like, be, well, people, some women read romance novels, and they're like, I want something like that. Well, if someone reads this and they're like, this is what love is, like, that could, like, tarnish that viewpoint. Well, I mean, it's, it's like, like, it's like watching porn. It's not... It's not accurate. There's nothing actually going but, on there. But actually, to like go along with that point, there's a yeah. quote that I highlighted. I didn't highlight very much for this book because there wasn't a whole lot to highlight. It was just pretty awful. And Same. one of the one of the quotes was. Um, okay. Well, I'll keep talking my point while you find okay. yours. Hope. Um, because it's like. What she feels for the coronavirus, that's not love, that's lust. And it's really harmful for people to, like, confuse love and lust because you could lust for someone, but that doesn't mean you love them. You know what I mean? Yeah, you shouldn't confuse wanting to experience a romp in the hay with falling in love with someone. But I, I found the quote that I was thinking of um and it says she couldn't get over that mustache she loved beards and a mustache was only the start of a beard 
like a micropenis. Micropen like micropenises are just the start of real penises. You need the rest of it for it to be truly meaningful. And I was just like, that's fucking mean, I, bro. That I is mean as hell. That's so that mean. Anybody out there, this author thinks your micro penis is only the start of a real penis. That's what they're saying. Well, and, oh, yeah. and you know, for those of for those of anybody who listens to this who doesn't know, micro penis is an actual medical condition. Um, it is. So I don't like that she used that so like colloquially. <laughs> I I like, did it, not like that. It's so different. Like it turned me off. Well, it just yes. turned me completely well, off because it's like they can't help it. And it was another. Like, what are they gonna do? Stretch it out? There How? Was, <laughs> there was another Ew. example of um, just instead of being a satire or being a parody of it just being gross and like disrespectful to anybody reading. Um, The quote is, and so Dr. Gertlichund became more determined, so determined in fact, that he had stopped listening to reason and because Alexa had huge boobies, a thick ass and nice legs, he would sometimes overlook her Boobies, I just want to say boobies, um, was not only in Kissing the Coronavirus, it was also in Courting the Coronavirus. I think they picked up on that. They used boobies like three times in this 19-page book. They were definitely trying to call back to Kissing the Coronavirus for sure. Which makes sense. I'm like, I'm okay with reading it. I'm not happy about it, but I understand why we had to. Because there's a lot of parallels between the yeah. two. But, like, there are so many lines in this book that just... Oh, I have... Grossed me out. I have one. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay, this one. Okay, it was... Even the sound of the virus made her ovaries clash together like symbols. And I, I don't know what that means. Well, ovaries don't clash. No, first of all, you don't clap. You don't do shit. <laughs> first They're of specifically all, specifically separated by uh, a little organ called the uterus. Yeah. So and the fallopian tubes. There's a lot of distance between the two. There's stuff in the middle that keeps them from clapping yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> important stuff. So that was one of the uh, quotes in the book that made me think that it was a dude who wrote this. Like, I think think that the whole, like, about the author thing at the end was a giant joke. Like, it's not actually, Uh this person is made up, I'm pretty sure, because I'm pretty sure a fucking dude who keeps saying boobies wrote this book. Because he, like, I, my comment on that, like, I wrote, obviously, this person has never even spoken to a person who's ever had a menstrual cycle. Like. Yeah. Right? This is a, oh. I, dude, I don't think you know what ovaries are for, but it's yeah. not for that. Yeah, there was a lot about this book that I, especially after reading the Twitter feed for this author, and reading the about the author section, 
a lot of it made me think that it was a dude in disguise and that he wanted to do some sort of social experiment. And so they put this monstrosity out into the world. And for some reason, unbeknownst to any of us, it caught traction. I think that I he saw it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to give this person credit to be smart enough to pull a fucking social experiment. Because... Yeah. If you put if you put in your book ovaries clapped together some shit like, like symbols. that symbols don't you forget are the not symbol. <laughs> oh, like a symbol. Can you get that for me? No. <laughs> oh my god. There was a lot of thank you. I just I don't think there's I think it's just a guy he wanted to write he just wanted to write a book, and he did it, and now he's just fucking around with people. I don't think it's even that. I think that he wanted to uh, make money off of uh, people creating a market for coronavirus erotica. Because this is not, these aren't the only or even the first books about the coronavirus. So yeah. I think this dude was just like, oh... I could make a super shitty, quote, erotica about the coronavirus, and people will go batshit crazy for it, and I'll make a couple bucks. Well, do you guys remember back when we were in high school? Um, oh my god, there was, ten years ago? Yeah, there was a song that was put out called Friday. Yeah, okay. And Friday, Friday. <laughs> Gotta get down on Friday. And that oh God, song sorry. got millions and millions of hits because of how bad it was. And Rebecca Black also got a lot of death threats for her. Yeah, she got she got a lot of shit for an eleven year old. Yeah. But yeah. now Rebecca Black is putting out music that's like decent and she has yeah. created a a career for herself based off of a misstep, let's call it. Um, yeah. And she even just put out a parody of her old Friday song, a remix. Can we call it a viral misstep? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. Anyway. I think because it's so bad, it definitely gained a lot more traction than maybe the author thought it would. And yeah. uh, let's say if our theory is correct and it's just some dude who wanted to see what would happen, he's laughing right now. To he's the laughing bank. his ass to the bank with his ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> money off of this. Free Kindle Unlimited book. It's 99 this. cents, right, without Kindle Unlimited. So 99 cents plus like the 50 or whatever percent Amazon takes off for just having it on their platform. So they basically so. get like 49 cents every yeah. time someone buys it. Basically. Yeah. Plus taxes. So let's talk about courting the coronavirus by Lee Taylor. Um, what do we think could be improved for courting the coronavirus? I have a lot. I have a paragraph. Can I go first? Sure. Okay. Um, I 
One of the first things I said, because in the story, she go gets into an Ivy League school, and she's not sure how she did it. And I think it would have been interesting to know how she got in to that Ivy League school. Like, did she earn it? Did her buy, parents, like, buy her a spot, you know? Or did the school accidentally send her an acceptance letter? And they were it was supposed to go to someone else, and she just went with it? Like, give me, like, a fucking stupid situation how she got there. Because if you go to an Ivy League school, you fucking know how you got there. Money. Like, you just, yeah. You don't just get into an Ivy League school with, Especially for, like, nothing. Especially if you're a woman. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, I think, to that point, my main thing for Taylor's book would be that... Even though it was longer than Kissing the Coronavirus, written better, funnier, all of that, actually a parody, um, it did not have a beginning, middle, and end, and I think that was its downfall. Even though it was immaculate and had me crying, laughing the whole time, it, it definitely ended abruptly. And you were yeah. like, wait, but isn't there many shenanigans to be had? Like, I, I to... added shenanigans to my list. Oh. To be fair, I think that uh, Kissing the Coronavirus didn't had just as little of, like, the beginning, middle, and Well, end. sure, but Kissing was terrible. Yeah. I, look, all my questions were answered. How the fuck did they get locked into a lab together? Oh, it's because the government put them in it. Okay, so there's supposed to be four scientists. What happened to the other two? Oh, they got fucking coronavirus and they died. Uh, how is this, like, what does this other dude scientist have to do with the coronavirus? Oh, he takes the vaccine because he has it. And then he turns into the coronavirus. Like, I don't have questions when I read that book. Like, it's still a fucking terrible book. But I didn't have questions. This I one, think- I have I think one of the problems that I had with uh, courting the coronavirus kind of along the same lines as yours is that we didn't read Kissing first. And I think if we had read Kissing first, courting the coronavirus would have made way more sense. Because I was just sitting there like, why the fuck are the refrigerators out all over campus and it's only hers from her dorm that's working right now? Like, I don't understand... And then, like, it was answered when I read Kissing. It was just because it was supposed to be fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And and that's kind of how, like, I got this, too. Um, and so, so after, and then, I don't know. I have, I think the more interested I'm in the story, I, I have in the story, the more questions I have about the story. So I have a lot of questions for this story. Like, uh, when she goes through the time vending machine because she accidentally throws it in there, the coronavirus spiral. Viral? Viral. She throws it into the vending time machine and she gets shoved in there because even though her boobs are big, her boobies are big, at least she's, she's still petite enough to fit in there. Sexily petite enough. Sex, sexily petite enough. That's right. And then, oh, I guess another 
correlation we should probably put is like the girl, Joan, and courting the coronavirus is, I would say, not as horny as the girl and kissing the coronavirus. Like, she's horny, but she's not, I'm going <laughs> to shove a coronavirus up my vagina, horny. Fair. That's fair. Like, she's like, I have, I have to take a measuring tape with me, whip it out to six feet, make sure I don't, like, fucking get too close to anybody, you know? And I guess, I guess what another improvement the author could have done was just, like, build a relationship with, with the coronavirus guy in the 19th century. But at least she kind of did, like... Not really. They looked at each other from across the room, and then she queefed because she was so turned on. <laughs> yeah. But, see, that was the whole thing. Like, in Kissing the Coronavirus, uh, yeah. she was inexplicably super horny because she hadn't had sex in a while. Like, she hadn't had sex in eight months. Yeah, she hadn't had sex in a while, so she was just so horny. She couldn't control herself, and oh my god, the fucking green juice in the vial was so... Wait, no, that's not true. She was sleeping with her neighbor's husband, and he wasn't that good. <laughs> right? I don't remember that at all. I, I, thought, that, I thought that was the other one. I thought that was penetrating... Penetrating, the penetrated by the president's, president's Twitter tweets. Feed. Yeah, maybe that maybe. was a previous. It, it doesn't matter. Okay, so yeah. anyway, so in the I, she, she, yeah, she in, had had sex at some point. In the she, it was um, just really bad sex. Okay, so in that one, she was just like inexplicably super horny, right? So in courting, she was super horny to a ridiculous extent because it was making fun of kissing the coronavirus and this chick right. was just like stupid so that's where i went with it but i i mean again, i would say the author was more concerned about um parodying the kissing the coronavirus than mm-hmm. like actually putting together a um good manuscript yeah <laughs> so well at least at least in uh, courting the coronavirus, at the end, he was like, I've been waiting for you, instead of the coronavirus being like, who are you? I don't know I don't who I am. am. I think I know who I am. Let's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, no. He was like, <laughs> I fucking hate this scene. I fucking hate it. She's like, Dr. G. And he's like, no, no. that's not who I am. She's like, who are you? And he's like, I don't know. Who do you think I am? It's like, you bet. I don't fucking know. That's why I'm asking who the fuck you are because you're green and you have spikes coming out of you. And you have a giant, you have a giant schlong. Like, you have a a a python. A schlong. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing. You remember Professor Python in recording the coronavirus? (laughs) And then when in Kissing the Coronavirus, she was like, oh, it was like a python. I was like, eh? Eh? Python? Professor Python? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that. true, yeah. Parallels. It's, Plagiarism, it's parallels, whatever. It's like, if any 
everyone wants to know how to write a good satire, like a good parody, read this book. Yeah. And like, and just like, you're gonna have to read Kissing the Coronavirus. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to, just to like to make draw it make sense. Yeah. You, right? Because then you understand like the character's motivation, and you understand like why the characters are the way they are. Because it pull because courting pulls from kissing. Yeah. And so it's it is such a perfect example of what a parody. It's like Al Yankovic, the perfect example of a Weird. perfect parody. Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. So is it is it perfect? No. No. It's actually an awful book. Like. Would I would I recommend it? No. If you have no. the time, I think if you have the time pages. to read 15 pages of Kissing the Coronavirus, then you have the time to read 22 pages of Courting the Coronavirus, and you are going to enjoy your life that much more because of it. Because Kissing the Coronavirus, it's going to take life from you. You're never getting those 15 pages back. It is sucking the life force out of you as you read. It is that bad. And then you read Courting the Coronavirus, evens you out. It's back. (laughs) (laughs) The brain cells you lost, they're back. Well, at least maybe like, you know, two-thirds of it. Yeah, that's true. Like, I wouldn't say the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, especially if you read it in reverse order like we did, where we were like, what the fuck is this? And then we read yeah. Kissing and we were like, uh. oh. But it is worth saying that I laughed my ass off before I read the Kissing coronavirus, but I was laughing my ass off without it. <laughs> should we should we uh go over some of our favorite quotes? Yeah. From, from And I do believe rumors. you had a pretty complete list of them yourself. I didn't put all of my favorite ones in there because they're pretty fucking long. But I did put in the ones I laughed. I almost peed myself laughing reading. Um, so I guess the first one is on page one. It's like in the middle of the first page where she's like, where the author put, it had put an end to her ability to party like the little whore she was at the fraternities and sororities. That were the reason she came to this school in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so, it's talking about how, like, the coronavirus had just wrecked her life. Ruined it. And now she can't go... Ruined her little party life. Yep. And that's all she wanted from college. Now she's in love with the coronavirus. Joan was a simple gal. All (laughs) she wanted was to get railed and party. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, there was one section of the book. The quote is, she should have just become a sugar baby or started, started an OnlyFans. <laughs> and my only comment yeah. underneath that was, me too, boo-boo. Me too. <laughs> That's how I feel a lot of the time. Uh, it's like people making jokes about putting their pictures of photos on Patreon. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, okay. Uh, 
His pocket rocket twitched. I loved that. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> um, uh, cum dumpster. I was like, Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, oh, I think my favorite part is, so this is the part where she sees Count COVID for the first time at his ball. And she lays her eyes on him. And she talks about how handsome he is. And how, and the feelings she got from him. And it's, it was so stunning that it ripped the breath from Joan's lungs and shoved the quivering mass up her womanhood until she queefed, queefed <laughs> right here in the middle of the ballroom from the sheer ecstasy of laying eyes on it. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but when, when I am just basking in the sheer ecstasy of the moment, I queef all over the place. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Queef and quaff. There was another, before she got sent back to the 19th century, um, there's a quote, uh, and this is, this is, where the fuck, where did it go? It's when the lab partner is trying to describe Joan and the WAP. Yeah, she's, it says, she could practically hear her lab partner's thoughts. What's this WAP doing here? This hoe ain't fit to work here? What a thought. She shouldn't be here in this lab. Yeah. And I was like, how, I don't know how old the law author is, but there seems to be a disconnect between this author and the youth of today. I do not believe these terms were used correctly in this book. Well, what the fuck is WAP? Is that what else? What else? Um, okay, like from the from from the the music the, video, the right? top, let it drop. It's a what ass pussy. I know, I know where it's from, but I was just like, I was sitting there like, what do they do they mean that or do they mean something else? Is it something yeah, I completely yeah, I different? And then else. also, what is a thought? Like T H O T. Oh, it's, I actually know this. Yeah. One. What is it? I don't know it. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me pull it up real quick. Thought. A thought is a woman who has many casual sexual encounters or relationships. Oh. Okay. Um, oh, it can also stand for that hoe over there. So yeah. even in that, even in that context, it still doesn't. Like if you used it the way that uh, <laughs> Oxford Dictionary uses it, I mean, I guess it makes sense. But if you use it the way Urban Dictionary uses it, it fucking doesn't. It doesn't make sense. So, what's this wet-ass pussy doing here? This hoe ain't fit to work here. What a... What is that again? This hoe, that hoe over there. What a that hoe over there. <laughs> she shouldn't be here in this lab. <laughs> I, think, I think the person put in the word, I wonder what a thought is, and then they just typed it in and they just took it from Oxford Dictionary. Well, people do just refer to... Women, it's a very sexist term, but uh, yeah. they do just refer to women as a thought. It is they'll just yeah. be like, "Oh, look at that thought over there," and it's meant. She must have said it's casually. like very derogative, derogatory, yeah. and it, it's 
it's not a nice way to refer to women. Very misogynistic. Ew, I don't like that. Um, there was another quote that I liked. I There's like two more quotes that I just have to mention here because... Okay, one, hit, him, hit him one after the other. Hold. They're a liter, literary gold. Okay, so the first one is when she's going into the particle collider or whatever the fuck. And I just call it the time machine. Hadron Collider Time Machine. And it says, uh, she says, Don't worry, Joan said, even though there was very much to worry about. I've got this. But she didn't got this. <laughs> and then um, I'm going to skip the science ecstasy part because there's... Yeah. There's just a lot there. There's That's a like a really, scene that people should read. It's really funny. Really fucking funny part that I have to mention. She's just going through the time machine. Yeah, without it's going clearly through. clearly tearing her apart, and all she's feeling is just pure ecstasy. Yeah. That's funny. Of science. Um, of science. So, pure ecstasy. Science orgasm. So here's the last quote that I'll mention. Um, okay. Let's see. A man that had stolen Joan's breath away, but not, in, <laughs> but not in the way she once feared he would. Maybe I can't do this after all, Joan thought, glancing around her at the sprawling splendor. This is so hard, dancing and drinking all night in a place like this. Maybe this is all too much for me. Before, but before she could run away into the night, she heard a cough behind her. <laughs> Dry, wheezing, <laughs> and she knew who it was before he spoke. And if that doesn't get you to read this fucking book, I don't know what will. <laughs> oh my um, god. I just also want to mention the very end. Um... <clears throat> So, I'm just going to read the last, like, two paragraphs. She Really? That's, like, the whole book, Juniper. Okay. <laughs> she thought that launching COVID... Well, okay. Sorry. My eyes did something funky. Uh, she'd thought that launching COVID-19 into the Hadron Collider and into, <laughs> into the past was a mistake. But maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was destiny. Maybe it was different from COVID-19. A COVID-19th century. All that time she'd spent looking for the ultimate frat party, and somehow she'd found it here with Count Covid. But this frat party, it was in her heart. And it was there to stay, just like she was. I fucking hate it. The end. I laughed so hard. You gave away oh, spoilers. Man. Juniper, you didn't say spoilers. Spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Too late. Um, so, also, I just, I mentioned it this first time that we tried recording this. Um, in the middle of the book, she gets sent to the, the 19th century, right? And she... Or you want to talk about the farmer. I want to talk about the farmer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't try to fuck him. Um, you know, because he was old. This is... He well, was here's, like, like the he thing. Was, this is why I'm saying, like... The, the character in Courting isn't as horny as the one in Kissing, because 
the lady in kissing, she was about to fuck that other doctor mm-hmm. that was in the lab. No, because time. he didn't have a whole uh, beard. He just had a mustache, which was just yeah. like having a micro penis, which isn't like having a real penis. Right. Okay. So this garbage nonsense. <laughs> so she meets this farmer when she gets thrown into the 19th, 19th century. Yeah. And this farmer is like, oh man, this plague, it's just. It's decimated our community, and she's like, I'm going to stop this because I know who it is. It's COVID. And uh, he's like, oh, my God, Count COVID? Yes, he lives up in that um, castle or something. And, uh, yeah. and this is in the manor up the hill or some shit. Yeah, so she's like, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to get rid of Count COVID. And so... She asked the farmer to sell all of his worldly possessions. (laughs) He sells everything that he owns, and basically it ruins him. But she's like, no, it's worth it. She says says that she would uh, bankrupt thousands of farmers to get rid of Count COVID. So. (laughs) And guess what she doesn't do? First of all... He spends a shit ton, he spends all of his money, all the money that he has, on a uh, apparently beautiful dress for her. And then at the very end, Count Covid just rips it off of her and they bone. Like, and yeah, then she's like, I'm gonna stay here forever. Right and I was just like, what about the farmer? What, you know what about I was thinking the about? farmer? Was when he ripped that dress in the corset. I'm like, my God, what about her back? Like the fabric burns you would get if someone like just ripped open your corset and your dress. Maybe. Also, those dresses were fucking expensive. Don't rip it. Well, at least pull my skirt up first. <laughs> um, I like, also should... there's a where is it? Where is it? Uh, yeah, we, we get we get no vindication for the farmer. No, 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 no. Um, so she basically it says that her corset is all the way up to her chin, and I was like, okay, this hat this obviously was written by a dude because corsets they're not they don't go up to your chin. I don't even. I think even some women don't know how far a corset goes up to. What you can do is tighten it so your boobs go up to your chin. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just missing the word boobs in there. I don't know. They didn't. That's exactly what they described. They said they the corset goes corset, all the way up to the chin. They said the corset was so tight it pushed her boobs all the way up to her chin. That's what they said. You're saying it wrong. No, it was the corset. No, no, no. What? No, because I have it. I have it. I have it freaking highlighted. Okay. <laughs> then tell us what it says, Jennifer. I'm looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> We're waiting. Come on, Jennifer. Oh time is like time is a ticking away. Here we go. I found it. Good. Tell us what it says. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Okay. Blah blah blah. Uh, small silhouette and lifted her already perky breasts in a possible height set there. <laughs> 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 I fucking read it wrong, Jennifer. Okay. Well, it was her boobs up to her chin. Duh. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but you're okay, but you can't get your like you're 
boobs would be that's not even possible. Sorry, I can't. I have to put my. They are down. if your boobs are big enough. Ours are not. I don't think so. I just don't think so. Have you seen Bridgerton? There are some boobs that pretty that go up to your chin. Yeah, if you like sit down, not if you're standing. They can't sit. They have to lay back like this. <laughs> and then their boobs really do touch their chin. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Let's move on to, um, do we recommend these books to anyone for any reason? I mean, not really. First, I'm going to say the first one, no. Because it's garbage. If you have time to read that book, you might as well just watch the movie called The Room. Which is the worst movie ever made. The one about the this woman I, who was kidnapped? No, it's the one that's like, I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that one. Gotcha. The one okay. I had to spend a month analyzing for my film class. Ew. A month. And then for the second one, if you have free time, like 30 minutes, fucking read it. It's a kick. It's a kick in the pants. Yeah, I would I like say, it. I would say similarly, um, mm-hmm. do I recommend the first book? No, I do not. I do not recommend MJ Edwards' book, any of them. Do I recommend uh, Taylor's book? If you are up to a fun little ditty, then sure. If you've got 20, 30 minutes to kill, want to laugh a little bit, okay. If you want the full experience, then gird your loins, read both of them. <laughs> you gotta. Kiss me first and then Cordine. I would say if you ha- if you want to, if you recommend reading both of them, just don't read them at all. It's not worth it. Yeah. The the little left of my soul is almost gone because of kissing the coronavirus. I will say to attach to that, if you read Kissing first, um, just stick with it, buddy. <laughs> like <laughs> stick through it. It's only fifteen pages. Once you're done, you're done. That little part of your soul, it's dead and gone. But then read courting the coronavirus. It'll help you feel a little better. Give you a little bit back. Not all of it. Watching, or not watching, reading this author make fun brutally of kissing the coronavirus is choice. Like, it is enjoyable. Mm -hmm. It is. It. I, I read it again after I read Kissing the Coronavirus, and I think I laughed harder Yeah. than I did the first time. And the first time I laughed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Shall we move on to how other people have reviewed these stories? Yeah. Let's talk about the user reviews. So I went yes. through, I researched the reviews, I went to Amazon, and I went to Goodreads. Worth mentioning, both owned by Amazon. There are other websites that you can go to that aren't Amazon-owned that are like Goodreads. I'll have to remember to tell you guys about it uh, after this. But those were the two places that I looked for these reviews. And for Edwards, Kissing the Coronavirus, um, if you have the time, diving headfirst into the Goodreads reviews 
is highly recommended. There are some seriously funny reviews about the story, uh, mostly bad. <laughs> and mostly people assuming it's probably just bad satire, um, but some recommend reading it for a laugh, and others tell you not to bother. I think kind of similar to what we said here. And uh, please just read some of these reviews within the Goodreads user reviews is just a beautiful pocket of hilarity and you can put gifs in the comments of the Goodreads reviews and it perfectly expresses the reader's reactions to this absolute dumpster fire yeah. of a book. <laughs> I and love it. for Taylor's book, Courting the Coronavirus, I was so livid when I was reading these reviews. So livid. Because people are sleeping on this story. They are not giving it the credit that it's worth. Taylor's book, was, Taylor's book was actually funny. And I will die on this fucking hill. Taylor's book was actually funny. The people in, the people in uh, Edward's reviews of Kissing the Coronavirus wanted to give it a chance because it's like quote-unquote, obviously satire, but won't give Taylor's book the same courtesy? <clears throat> Such horseshit. Well, they are saying it was a blatant copy. They were saying it's a blatant copy. No, it's not. It's blatant parody. and It's better, and it's better. It's better, and I feel personally attacked when they say that about this author. Um, he did not deserve it. He, she, them did not deserve it. Uh, within the review section was this fundamental misunderstanding of Taylor's book, I think. <laughs> a lot of reviews called it a rip-off, like, like Juniper just said, of Edwards kissing the coronavirus, when it's clearly a parody of the book in question, and I'm not going to sit here and recommend everyone read this book because it's some example of like literary genius or mastery, but... Good God, it had some funny parts. Like, it, it made me cry laughing while I was reading it. And, and uh, for this section, I also, I also referenced the quote about the dry wheezing because yeah. that was the part that made me cry. And if this book is just a ripoff, then at least the author did the genre correctly and enjoyably, is what I'm going to say about that. And fuck those reviews. It's hypocrisy for me. And fellas, I'm not here for that shit. Taylor's book was funny as hell. Um, and I did have a review I picked out from the Amazon. Um, it was... One of the better ones says, one star. Well, I read it. Here I am. I did it. I read it and oh boy, I don't know what to say. I mean, this exists. It's here. It's a real thing that someone actually wrote. And that was about um, kissing the coronavirus. Written by Annabelle. <laughs> Annabelle, you it. summed it up so perfectly. Yep. Good job, Annabelle. Oh that was great. <laughs> so the, next thing, the next thing we're going to talk about, since I just covered the reviews, 
is whether or not we think that these books deserve the rating that they got on Amazon. And it is worth remembering Kissing the Coronavirus had a higher rating than Courting the Coronavirus, and I will leave it there for you guys to discuss. Uh, no. The it, first book sucked. Yeah, I hated it. It was I don't want to read it anymore. Dribble. I'm done talking dribble? about it. After today, dribble, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. I think that I'm is done. fair. And um, speaking as someone who read all three of her books... <laughs> Uh, because I you read the second coronavirus. I book. read the second coronavirus, and then I read the Jennifer. Hey, I am laid off. I <laughs> <laughs> do something better with your time than reading this fucking garbage. I am watching the X Files now. <laughs> oh, I started rewatching that. Yeah. Uh, um, I think. I want to do the next one. I want to do a book we're reading next because I've already started reading it and I hate it. Okay. I hate it. But so I think that Kissing the Coronavirus does not deserve the rating it got because it deserves a lower rating. Probably a yeah. negative star if they did that. You shouldn't have any stars. No I think stars for you. That courting the coronavirus, its rating is way too low. And I don't think that the readers understood the immaculate parody that this book was trying to be and was successfully. Anyways. I agree. What are we reading next, Erin? We are reading Monster Whisper. A dark reverse harem romance, and it is the first book of My Beautiful Monsters, written by J.B. J.B. <laughs> Trepignier? Trepignier. It is free with Kindle Unlimited, or $3.99, if anyone wants to to read and join us in a review. Or if you like me and you need to have a real book in your hand and you feel like being scammed, it is $9.99 on Amazon. Did you not it get is, it on Kindle? I like, I, this, I'm glad I bought this in, my, in physical form because I have notes already on the first page. Like, I've underlined, and I've highlighted, and I fucking put tabs on pages. I I already hate it. I already hate this book, and I'm only, only like, a chapter in. It's terrible. That's a good sign. It's a great sign. I read the, um, <laughs> I read the, uh, like, I don't know what you would call it. Um, synopsis? The synopsis? No, the pre- Thing, the like oh the preview you had a preview of it no it's the right it's the page before the first chapter there's a word for it and I can't preface? remember yeah so I read the preface uh and it's awful yeah it's fucking horrible it's awful. anyway <laughs> it has pretty pretty good reviews on Amazon so that'll be I interesting. don't know why. I honestly, like, good fucking God, people. Your standards are down in fucking hell. 
I know it's a pandemic, but get your goddamn shit together, people. It's not and like you can run out of books layer to read. Of, the seventh level of hell is where their standards uh, are. Okay, well, if any of the fucking, um, the periods and the commas are any indication, this is going to be a hard read. All right, ladies, I believe we have come to the end of our podcast episode. sure have. So, to those who have stayed till the very end, congratulations. You win no prize. Maybe next time. Uh, But I believe we will... Talk to you guys next time. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Who Wrote This Shit. Our cover art is by our very own Juniper. The intro and outro music is by Riley Tennyson. The editing is by Aaron and Hope. You can follow us on Instagram at girlsbook3. If you have book recommendations, feel free to email us at girlsbook3 at gmail.com. If you like the show, please rate, review, and share.